Welcome back to Cool America. I'm Chris Coleman, here to do a podcast. Hello. So it's around, uh, I don't know, 2 o'clock in the morning, Saturday night, Sunday morning, Mother's Day. Happy happy Mother's Day, Mom. Uh, for those of you out there that are test tube babies, uh, I'm sorry you don't get to celebrate this. Uh, it's, it's probably tough for you. But let's be honest, you're a test tube baby, so who cares? Um, <laughs> I was I was blessed with a great mother. Uh, in my humble opinion, the best. Better than all y'all. So that's right. I said it. Deal with it. Um, unfortunately, I will not be with her today, but we'll talk here in a little while. I probably shouldn't call her right now. Uh, if I learned anything in college, it was don't call my parents at 2 o'clock in the morning. They're, they're not happy. Uh, <laughs> but... Uh, my my oldest sister, also a mother, um, and, and uh, yeah, there's there's a lot of friends and, and stuff that are moms, and I wish most all of you a happy Mother's Day. <laughs> That's why not. Uh, I'll be honest, I'm kind of tired. Uh, it's been a long and trying week. Uh, we had dark prom on Tuesday, and uh, it it wasn't difficult. Because uh, so many people weren't there, you know, we only had, yeah, we have more that showed up, and they, you know, for the trophy presentations and to get their money, and uh, eat the food, and then most of them left, or a lot of them left. Uh, we only had thirty play in the tournament, which uh, I'll be honest, I was kind of disappointed about. You think about it, there were twelve teams in the league. If you only have four players per team. That's 48 players. All right, right there. And then most of them have five or six. There's actually around 50 to 60 players in the league. Uh, You know, the the Red Shed did a great job hosting. It's a great venue for it. It's the right size for it. I text all the captains and ask for their opinions on where it should be hosted and got zero replies, none whatsoever. So I text again to... uh, about 10 other people that have been in the league for a long time. I respect their opinions. Mm. And two of those replied. And both of them said, Richard. One of them was Wayne. Uh, and we missed you there, buddy, if you're listening today. Um, you know, I know you're battling. I know you're fighting. Please know that we think about you all the time and that we're with you, even if uh, we get busy with our own personal lives and uh, don't, don't contact you as much as we should. Yeah, we, we love you, man, and, and we're praying for you every day. Um, I know it, I know it's a rough stretch for him, and when I think about the, the things that I have to deal with and what I'm going through, it's just like, man, that's nothing. You know, okay, we had a terrible week here at the bar. It was a bad week. Um, I, that's all on me. That is one hundred percent on me. I don't. I don't pass that on to the staff. I ask the staff for help. Please help me advertise. Please help me bring people. But that's that's on me. And it wasn't. It wasn't busy. You know, other students are gone. If everybody were dead, everybody were empty. Okay, but then I'm not. And I've told y'all before, I look at every day as either 
a win or a loss. And uh, in my humble opinion, we've lost seven in a row. And that's completely unacceptable. But that's on me, and I'll turn it around starting tomorrow. Uh, <laughs> that's just going to happen. Uh, we've changed out the format of the dark tournament here at Unique. Uh, not the format so much as the payout. And what we have been doing, we would throw $50 in the pot every time. No matter what, 50 bucks in the pot. You know, each player pays $7. Two of those dollars automatically go to the high dart out. All right? And then the other five is just in the pot, and it gets divvied up between first, second, and third place. And that's all we pay out. And we're changing that. If we have one to 10 players, we're going to add 35 to the pot. You're going down on it? Try to get more people? No, I'm just saying. Less than 10 players, not really worth it. So we're doing 35. 10 to 15, 11 to 15 players. We're doing 50. That's what we've been doing. And that's about what we've been getting. 10 to 15 players. 16 to 20. I'm sorry. Yeah. 16 to 20. And we're going to $75. 21 and up. $100 in the pot. And we're going to see how that works. Uh, I was told today by one guy that yeah, that won't bring anybody else to the tournament. No, it won't. But it kind of defeats the point, don't it? You know, hopefully it does. Uh, <laughs> but I doubt it. Because some of the people in the league, they're all about their bar. And if it's not at their bar, they're not coming. You know, now I get it. That's fine. Uh, I just won't go to theirs. <laughs> so who cares? Hmm. Some of the others, uh, you know, we, we support each other and we, we work well with each other. And, you know, I think that's the way it should be. And hopefully, hopefully it all works out. Hopefully, you know, the new season starts up this coming Tuesday. Uh, the reason Dark League was created was to generate revenue and bars. And I hope it works. Uh, the first week of the season... Uh, my team, Dark United, we got a new look to our team. We made some changes in the off season, and uh, but we'll be here at home again. Uh, or actually, on the road at Unique uh, against another Unique team, uh, the Dark side, and they kept their exact same roster: Tanner Barnes, Abby, Jess, Kyle Oglesby, and Steve. Uh, our team, Michael Wallen. Uh, was basically on loan with us the past two seasons. When he came to us, he was like, look, you know, I've, I've been with B, y'all. That's my team. and But they're not going to play. They're going to take some time off. And so he was playing with us. So he goes, but they get back together, you know, that, that's where I'm going. And we agree to that. We completely understand that. We're happy with that. And I'm happy they're back in the league. I love Wallen. I love playing with Wallen. Uh, he, he's a great guy, a good friend. And... I think that uh, I, you know, it'll be fun to play against him again. You know? uh, now that we play against each other, uh, with each other, we probably know each other a little better, and so that can be a lot of fun. He's a good player, a really good player. Mm. But uh, and they, Bial's back in the league, John Alford, Janka, 
and then they have him. Well, then they also, Sam Willingham, an aunt that works the door over the house suit that were playing you know, on the other house suit team, they jumped over there with Bia, and then today, the late edition, they had a B man onto the roster. So they got a full six. Um, you, I'm going to go through some of the shuffling of the deck. Uh, the Dortmund Cometh, the defending champions, their team's exactly the same. They're all back. They said, it's our trophy. If you want it, come get it. Uh, it's at Nocturnal Tavern. So there you go. Third Dark Magic, their entire roster is the same. Uh, they're back uh, out of the red shed. I don't think I need to tell you anything about Third Dark Magic. Uh, you know them. You know what they can do. And uh, that's, that's going to be another one. Now, what's interesting, the last, I don't know, five, six seasons, seven, six, eight seasons, the top four seeds have been those two hoppers that won it four seasons in a row before this past season went in the tit, basically the NIT. Well, it's the Tuscaloosa Invitation. And Wheelhouse, a perennial power, you know, Neither of those teams are in the league this season. They're both out. So, <laughs> yeah, uh, it, it opens it up for a lot of a lot of teams. Now, uh, there are ten teams that are in the league. I've told you. Uh, I'm starting, to, you know, with the Dortmund and then uh, Third Dark Magic. Uh, now I'll go through all the rest. I'll jump over to my team. We, when Wallen left, it opened up a, a door, and Key. Byers that was with Wheelhouse, we added him. Um, Chris Shoemaker is going to be an alternate. He's going to be the fifth player. And he'll be there when somebody can't, which we know there'll be weeks. He'll still play. Uh, he's still definitely a member of our team. But he's going to go into that alternate role because we also added Wes Smith that was the captain of Hopper's team. And so we have us five uh, on the team. The, uh, I told you the dark side stayed exactly the same uh, as last season. Uh, the other unique team, Matt Jones' team, uh, is still Matt, Sonia, Tui. And uh, Matt, Sonia, Tui, and Sides are all back. Now, Ryan, that was from the New Dark Order, the Young Galette's team, uh, he will be playing with them, but they know he'll be gone late in the season because he, he's graduated. He's moving. He's graduated. He's going to be gone. Um, they also added David Howard from the Wheelhouse team, a perennial law star. Uh, so, and, and he's also, he won singles league uh, a couple of seasons ago. So, pretty good pickup for them there. And they have a new team name. And for the life of me right now, I cannot remember it. <laughs> I'll get that to you in a minute. Uh, I can remember their roster. I can't remember their team name. That's crazy, right? Uh, I told y'all be y'all, uh, uh, you know, back over at Houndstooth. Sam Adams, uh, uh, they're back with their team. Um, Darts Gone Wild. That's it. Darts Gone Wild is Matt Jones' team. Because all the teams that are unique have Dart somewhere in the bottom. We're Darts United. You got the Dart side. And now Darts Gone Wild. Uh, Sam Adams' team out of Galette's. Uh, Mike Dunn is not on the roster, but they added Jeff Fisher. So there's there you go there. Uh, the rest on Benlow and 
uh, Sam Hall and Marvin are all back with him. Uh, the old the old men over the hill gang, as they call themselves, they'll be ready to roll. Um, then you've got Hoppers now has two teams, and they got two teams, and neither none of the players that were on their championship team stuff are on either team. Danny Shanahan, captain of up one of the teams. He's got his boy Joe, Ginger Joe Gleason, uh, there with him. He added Hoss and Chris Davis of the New Dark Order to go with, I think, Quinn and DJ. And I'm not sure if that's exactly right, but I know that at least one of those is there. Uh, <laughs> it's going to be a good team. Now, Chris Davis told me tonight he'll miss a few weeks, but uh, that team, that team's going to be a good team. And they're going to they're be a fun team, watching them gel as the season goes, seeing how they figure out that lineup. Hoss has been awesome. Won singles league this past season. Uh, you know, so that, that's, that should be a good one. Then over on the, uh, the other Hoppers team, it's called Shits and Giggles. And <laughs> Shits and Giggles, Heather is their captain. I thought it was Paul. When the way it was sent to me, text to me, Paul's name was at the top, so I was thinking Paul's the captain. He informed me the other day that Heather is the captain, so sorry about that, Heather. Um, <laughs> but Heather's the captain, and then Paul is on the team. JJ, welcome back to the league. He's on the team. Um, and then they have uh, Lindley and John Jack. Uh, Lindley, obviously, and Heather played together over at the Houndstooth. Uh, I don't know who John Jack is. I, I might have met him. I don't know. But he's going to play Dartley, and I'll bet I'll meet him. And I'm sure he'll be a good dude. So there's that team. Mallory, down there at Top Shelf, has most of her same team back. <laughs> um, Denny and Tyler and Andrew Rutherford and Ginger she did make one change. I want to say it's Lydia that replaced Carl on the... Uh, obviously, I don't have this in front of me. This is just off the top of my head, by the way. All my notes on my notepad are about sports. I'll get into it in a few minutes. Um, but Short Shafts and Sticky Tips made that one change, and I'm sure that has a lot to do with Carl's availability as much as anything else. But they're always a fun team, and they'll be a good time. Um... Am I missing someone? Let's see. Three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Nope, that's it. There's Redshed only has one. Houndstooth only has one. Uh, Top Shelf has one. Um, uh, Nocturnal has one. Colette's has one. Uh, Hoppers has two teams, and we have three. So there you go. There's Lee. Um, this season will be, because there's 10 teams, it'll be nine weeks in the playoffs. The next season should start somewhere in September. <coughs> Hopefully, we'll get some more teams added in then. I, I, I really, I tried. I know most people aren't going to believe that. I give you my phone uh, and my fingerprint, I guess, so you can open my phone. But, uh, but I'll give it, yeah, let you go through it. Um... The grandstand, I talked to Lawrence quite a few times. They just weren't able to get one together. I know the great ladies been trying to get one together, weren't able to do it. Uh, I, uh, there's so many great players out there. I, I could go through and list off. And 
I'm going to leave people out if I do. Steven and Troutman, Eddie Eds, uh, that uh, Drew Rhodes, that all played on Hoppers. Then you go over and Allen that played last season, uh, Robert, uh, Brad, Will that all played on on Will Hay, uh, Will House. Um, and you got a bunch of guys like Grip and James Green, producer of this show. Uh, <laughs> uh, B.O., you know, there's uh, Russell, there's a Shane, Shane, there's not in the league this season. Yeah, no second team out of it yet. Uh, there's so many very good players that are just out there walking around. And hopefully in the fall we'll be able to get – so, I mean, that uh, out of those guys I named, you can put together two all-star teams. Yeah, let's be real here. That's, you know, a lot. Claymore, I know you're listed. You're one of my few valued listeners. So, uh, Clay's out there. Yeah, he, somebody call him up. Uh, give him a tryout at least. Come on. Now, you think back to Patrick Fowler and Ox and all of them. They've all played. I don't know, man. I don't know. Uh Maybe if it was a different commissioner, there'd be more teams. Thought about that. I didn't not got a lot. Thought about it a lot. Um, but I need some help from a lot of the guys in the league of uh, helping it grow. And I can't do it on my own. And uh, I realize that. And I know that. And hopefully I can you know, get it going in the right direction. I was very happy with the singles league. At uh, day of, we had nine people signed up for it. I sent out the text. Then I started sending individual texts, and we ended up with 22. So I was I was good with that. Uh, I think it was 22, something like that. But anyway, I was good with that. Uh, you go to ttownbroadleague.com. You can see all the schedules, all that. I will tell you, my singles league, I start out with Steve that works here at Unique. Uh, good dude. I play him, and we're going to play Tuesday before we play against each other in Team League. It's going to be a bad day to be Steve. Steve and Chris Davis eliminated us in Dark Prom. So I guess I'm going to have to go to work. Now that we're 18 and a half minutes into the show, let's get into some sports that you people might actually care about. Uh, I don't know when you when this will be out. I didn't even tell James I was recording it tonight, so he has no idea. I'll text him tomorrow, but it's Mother's Day. I don't know if he'll have time. And honestly, I don't care. It's yeah, I'm th- that man has done more for me than any of you will ever know. So if this doesn't come out till you know Monday night, Tuesday, Wednesday, I don't care. But I'll go ahead and tell you, uh, Clay, you were blowing my phone up the other day while I was kind of busy. Uh, because your 76ers got flat out robbed, and they did. Uh, terrible, terrible calls. Now, how many times do I have to say the NBA is fixed? Hmm? It's rigged, bro. It's rigged. It's WWE. That's cool. Pull for your team. Do your thing. You still bet on it. They will play game seven tonight in Boston in the Garden. The Boston. Um, 76ers Celtics Celtics are a six and a half point favorite according to Vegas minus 265 on the money line sounds to me like Vegas knows the script I don't know Clay don't put all your money on the Sixers dude look take the six and a half points 
I'm okay. I think it's going to be a close game. I think it could be a close game. But uh, I'm going to do you a favor. I'm going to take the Celtics because, you know, I typically lose at whatever I do in life. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Uh, the Lakers and the Nuggets have both already advanced out in the West. The Nuggets are minus 155 to win that series. The Lakers are plus 125. Most everybody out there is saying that the script is for Boston and L.A. That would be the best ratings. you got LeBron in it. Uh, you've got the two franchises. They're both sitting on 17 championships. See who move into the first. All the storylines are there. And that's what they want. I hope that doesn't happen. I really hope that doesn't happen. Um, the Heat are still in it. <laughs> Jimmy Buckets, baby. Uh, he's got them still in it. And they're hanging out just waiting to see whether or not they will play the Celtics or the 76ers. Now, here are the odds right now. For, or as of, you know, I guess 35 minutes ago, because it was right before I started the show, uh, to meet in the NBA Finals. Celtics Nuggets, plus 150. Celtics Lakers, plus 250. 76ers Nuggets, plus 750. 76ers Lakers, plus 1,000. Heat Nuggets, plus 675. Heat Lakers, plus 900. So there's your odds. Other than Celtics Nuggets and Celtics Lakers, you're getting pretty good odds with any of the others. So if you're like Clay and you believe the 76ers are going to win game seven, and you know, maybe maybe the reincarnation of Allen Iverson comes out, you know, and maybe James Harden decides to be big in a game in the playoffs for once, you know. And Beam's going to be a you know, but mm, We'll see. I mean, if you believe in them, you can get good odds with them facing either the Nuggets or the Lakers. Plus some VD plus a thousand. I hope the Nuggets. I hope it's if I'm picking, if I'm picking, it's either 76ers Nuggets or it's Heat Nuggets. Alright? I like both those odds at plus 675 and plus 750. Um I like Jimmy Buckets, obviously. I'm not bitter he's not in Chicago anymore because our front office is stupid. Let's jump over to the NHL. Man sport. A man sport. Where the prima donna league can't look at the fans and go, uh, he's talking, he's saying bad things and getting them thrown out. Yeah, that happened to Braun this year. You had fans thrown out for talk. Shut up. They didn't touch you. They didn't come on the court. They're in the stands and you had them ejected for words. Sticks and stones will break my bones, but names will never hurt me. Unless I'm LeBron James and I'm in the NBA making hundreds of millions of dollars using slave labor through Nike while preaching the social injustice going on in the world. All right, don't even get me started. You're a clown, bro. LeBron's a clown. I'm not pulling for him, ever. Sorry. Mm. Vegas. Hypocrisy. It appears his hypocrisy knows no bounds. Let's jump over to the NHL. Vegas against the Oilers. They played it Sunday night. Oilers are minus 190 in this game. Probably because Vegas, uh, not the team, but the city of Las Vegas <coughs> knows that I took Vegas to win this series 4-2. to two. Exactly. 
They're up 3-2 to two going into tonight's game. So I've got them at plus 600 on tonight's game. That's the way I look at it. Okay, I can hedge it. I could. And they're an underdog. So... <coughs> Do I want to lay the minus 190? Not really. That's how Vegas wins. Uh, the over-under six and a half, I don't like it. If I was going to touch it, I'd go over. I'm not big on it. The Stars, I also had to finish out four to two exactly. But they donkeyed it up tonight and got beat down by the Kraken. So now they'll go back to Dallas for game seven. Uh, that will be Monday night. And uh, Dallas will be minus 200 in that game. I like Dallas. They're going to get it done at home. The over-under is six. I think they take uh, – give me the over. Give me Dallas. They turned the puck over a lot tonight. That's what cost them. Their turnovers were huge. Um, got, got into a too big of a hole. But they'll, they'll bounce back. Uh, the Kraken is their, their second-year team. And, look, you got Tip and Cap. They've been phenomenal. They, they beat the Colorado Avs in the first round. They're going to game seven with the Dallas Stars. Colorado Avs were the defending champions. Did you know, fun fact, that the Kraken are the first franchise in NHL history for their first playoff series win to be against the defending champions? Crazy, but they did it. So there you go. Um, over in the east, you got Florida and Carolina. They're just hanging out waiting. I don't like either one of these franchises. I don't. I don't like them. Um, yes. Uh, I think most hockey people agree they don't like Carolina. Then you got Florida. Mm, I'm not a big fan. I like that they're both, you know, southeastern, you know. Uh, and I'm okay with that, but for the region, but I'm just not a big fan of these two teams. I'll, I haven't decided who I'm pulling for. Uh, the odds aren't even out on the series yet. Yeah, waiting on the West. But I hope Vegas and I hope the Dallas Stars would win. And Vegas Stars would be awesome. And then, uh, you know, the winner will play the winner of Florida Carolina. Now, let's jump on ahead. Champions League. Mm hmm. You saw the first legs last week. Uh, we'll start out on Tuesday of this past week. Uh, Manchester City traveled to Real Madrid. They drew one-to-one. -one. They will play on Wednesday this week. Okay? Real, the defending champions of Champions League. They've been there, done that so many times. And Man City, they just looks like they're on another level. They tied 1-1 one -one in Real. Now you're going back to Manchester. Give me City all day. There's not a line on my book. I probably could have looked around and found one, but I didn't feel like it, so I didn't. There's not a line that I saw, but I'll tell you, I'm taking City three to one. Mm-hmm. City wins this game three to one. Write that down. You're welcome. Um, the other semifinal, or as I call it, the second place game, because the loser of this will probably come in second place. Inter Milan against AC Milan. I think that's awesome. 
City of Milan having the Do- the Milan Derby in the semifinals of Champs League. Best teams in all of Europe. That's crazy. A uh, really cool thing here. Normally, when these teams have a uh, home game, a normal regular home game in their league, they give out 7,000 tickets to the visiting fans. For Champions League, they only give out 4,000. Now, a lot of that has to do with the fact that, you know, it's all of Europe in this, and some of them just aren't going to be able to travel as far, you know, to get there, and they're not going to sell them. They want to make sure they sell the tickets. Then there are people in Milan about. But both these teams did agree when it was drawn out that they were going to be playing each other that uh, they're doing the 7,000. They're doing the 7,000 instead of 4,000. I thought that was cool. Give the visiting fans a fighting chance when that riot breaks out. You know, an extra 3,000 people could come in handy. Uh, so, uh, and Inter Milan worked them in the first one. They, they were up 2-0 at the half. It ended 2-0. Milan just looked a lot better than AC Milan. Uh, they'll play on Tuesday. They played Wednesday last week. They'll play Tuesday this week. Uh, it flips. And, you know, Inter comes in leading 2-0 in the aggregate. Now... Inter Milan is plus 110 to win this game. AC Milan is plus 270. The Jaws plus 235. Overs two, two and a half. AC Milan obviously has to force the issue. They're down 2-0. You know, in the other game, they can play it straight up because they're tied 1-1. You know, so it's just a game. Win that game, you win. That's it. Uh, they did away with road goals and all that stuff So that we talked about in previous shows. So it's just win that game and you win. But... In the Milan Derby, not so much. They're down 2-0. So, they've got to force the issue. Um, I don't think they have enough. I think they get some goals. I'll take the over of 2, 2.5. I'm torn between Inter Milan and the draw in this. I'm going to go with Inter because they just look so much better in that first leg. I'm going to go with Inter Milan. I'm going to go with the over. Now, while we're on soccer, let's jump over to the EPL. After the games today, Saturday, then the title races and the top four and all that's starting to clear up a little bit, but not all the way. Uh, Newcastle drew this morning, uh, only picking up one point uh, against <laughs> against Leeds, who's sitting down there 18th, currently in relegation. That was a big, big draw, 6.30 a.m. this morning. Uh, Manchester United, they got the win, a 2 a win. So they're sitting in third and fourth, currently tied uh, with 66 points. Newcastle has the tiebreaker, which is goal differential. Uh, but each of those teams, they played 35, so they each have three matches left. Let's take a look at that. Uh, for United, they've got Bournemouth, they've got Chelsea, and who is the other one? Is it? It's Fulham. Fulham. And currently, current table. Bournemouth is sitting down at 14. Chelsea's sitting at 11. And Fulham's sitting at 9. Uh, Newcastle has Brighton and Hove, who's sitting at 8. They have Leicester City. And Leicester is down at 19th, looking to be relegated. And they also have Chelsea. So, who's, who's 11? Um, so, there you are on, on those two. Battling out to see who'll stay in the top four. And both those are, are currently third and fourth. Now, fifth place, Liverpool, is also played 35. They're four points back of both these teams now after they lost today. So that was big for both these teams. 
um, with them nipping on their heels. So, but they both those look like they're in good shape to stay in third and fourth and then make it into Champions League. And the actual championship race, you got Man City and Arsenal. Man City's got 82 points. Arsenal has 81. One point back. All right? Now, but here's the thing. Arsenal's played 35 matches. City, 34. They both play today, Sunday morning. Obviously, you're not going to you know, get this before those games in seven hours, eight hours or so. But City plays Everton, who's currently 17th in the table. Arsenal plays Brighton and Hove. Listen, Brighton and Hove's been playing really well recently. Even though City has that big chance league game coming up on uh, Wednesday, I think they get it done today. I think I don't know if they play all their starters, but I think they'll be available if needed, and I think City gets it done. I think Brighton and Hove at least gets a draw, if not a win, over Arsenal. And it's pretty much going to nail in the coffin for Arsenal. The The streak will continue of not winning championships. Uh, but it was pretty much over when Chelsea drug them. I mean, whatever uh, City drug them, whenever they played. Uh, their other matches, I'll just give them to you. City also has Chelsea, 11th, Brighton and Hove, 8th, and the Brickford Bees, who are currently sitting in 10th. Arsenal's final three, Brighton and Hove. How's Brighton and Hove playing everybody? That makes sense. Um, they've only played 33 matches. That's how. they got five left. But they have Brighton and Hove uh, for Arsenal. And then they play Nottingham Forest, who's currently in 16th, and Wolves that are in 13th. So not a bad draw after that Brighton and Hove match. But mm, let's take a look down here at the bottom. Southampton, you're gone. They played 36 matches. They have 24 points. They're six points by 19th. Yeah, the bottom three get relegated. So you take a look at 17th. Oh, that's 32. Even if they win their last two matches, they can't catch them. Southampton, you're mathematically eliminated. You're going down. Goodbye. Leicester City sitting in 19th has 30. Leeds, 31. Uh, Leicester has played 35 matches. Leeds played 36. Everton, 35 matches, has 32 points. Not even Forest, 36 matches. That's big. That's big. 36 matches. 34 points. Okay? So, they're still very much so in danger. West Ham, sitting on 35 matches played, 37 points. Now, you're six points ahead of 18th place right now. They've only got two matches left. Leeds would have to win their final two matches, and you lose them, and then it goes goal differential. So, they're actually in good shape. The goal differential, I want to say they're at Where's their goal differential? I'm sorry. Not right there. Um, West Ham's at minus 12, but Leeds is at minus 25. So unless Leeds win the, wins those games, you know, 13-0, and West Ham's up there losing 13-0, then, you know, they're good. Uh, they, they should be safe. Uh, Bournemouth is sitting on 39 with only two matches left, but they're, they're safe. So... Really, you're looking at Leicester, Leeds, Everton, Nottingham, uh, all fighting for those final two relegation spots or not to get those relegation spots. So that's where they are on that. Now we are only 35 minutes into the show, so I'm going to do what I didn't have time to do last time, and that's go through the MLB standings. The way too early in the season MLB standings, because, come on, it's MLB and it's, it's awesome. 
Um, and the American League, look, the AL East, all these teams are good. The Rays are on top, then the Orioles, then the Blue Jays, then the Yankees, then the Red Sox. The Red Sox are 22 and 18. And then last in their division, that's pretty good. The Twins are 22 and 18 and leading the AL Central. All right? Um, the Guardians, 18 and 21. Then you got Tigers, White Sox, Royals. Royals are lucky to have uniforms. Uh, you go over to the AL West, the Rangers. Wow. Has this team been hot? Man, they've been playing good baseball, too. Like they went out. They spent a lot of money. They added a lot of players. But they have come together fast. 24 and 15 on top of the West. I don't have a problem with them. The Angels, yeah, it's all about when and where will Otani go. Uh, they're only three and a half back of the Rangers. They're 21 and 19. Okay. The Astros, 20 and 19. They typically start slow. The everybody's darling, the Mariners, 20 and 19 also. Both those teams are only four back though. So it's not like act like they're crazy out of it. The Oakland A's, however, 9 and 32, 16 out, they're done. Your season's over. Pack everything. No, you know what? Don't pack everything. Just go to Vegas. Buy new stuff when you get there. You don't want to take anything from Oakland with you. Uh, <laughs> that's just let the Coliseum collapse on its own. You only have to tear it down. Uh, it, it's doing that on its own. It's crazy. Uh, over to the National League. Let's start out on West. The Dodgers, they're 25 and 15. They're the Dodgers. 8 and 2 in their last 10. Here they go. The Diamondbacks and three back of them. Uh, and the Padres, 19-21, 3-7 in their last 10. Not a great look for San Diego. Uh, the Giants, 17-22. Uh, or as I call them, the former Phillies because of their manager and a few of the players. Uh, the Rockies, 16-24, 9 back. Over to the Comedy Central, the worst division in baseball. The Brewers are on top of the division, finally, having overtaken the Pirates at 22 and 17. Okay, but they're four and six in their last 10. The Pirates, however, have given up that lead at 21 and 19 is what they are because they're one and nine in their last 10. That's not good, you shouldn't do that. The Cubs are doing typical Cubs things. We are 19 and 20, four and six in our last 10. Oh, how we love to be 500. Uh, that's where we like to stay, right around it. Yesterday, we won at Minnesota, got us to 500, so today we got the crap kicked out of us just to remind us we're still the Cubs. Um, the Reds said, but we're only three games out of first place. That's how bad our division is. We're three games out of first place. Um, the Reds, 18 and 21, and the Cardinals, 15 and 25, seven and a half out of first. They're five and five in their last 10. And they straight up stole, I mean stole, the last two games from Boston. Yesterday and today. So that's Friday and Saturday since I don't really know what day and time it is right now. Uh, anyway, uh, in the National League East, the Braves 25-14, and 14, cruising along. But they're 6-4 in their last 10. Top each of the first two up in Toronto. Um, the Phillies, 20 and 19. They're 5 and 5 in their last 10. Um, welcome, welcome to my world, Clay. Uh, the Mets, 19 and 20. 3 and 7 in their last 10. The Marlins, 19 and 21. 3 and 7 in their last 10. 
and the Nationals 16 and 22, six and four in their last 10. That's only eight and a half back. All right, it is also May. So let's not get carried away with all these standings. That's just an update on where we are and who's hot, who's not. Look, I give you those on the last 10 because that's something you need to pay attention to. Uh, for, for the gamblers out there, like the Dodgers, eight and two of their last 10, they're rolling. You know, the Pirates, one and nine, they're not. Uh, even if you jump over, like, the Yankees are seven and three in their last 10. Um, and beating, beating Tampa, coming back. That comeback today was big for them. Uh, you know, they beat them two days in a row now. Then you've got uh, the Comedy Central, either one of them. Come on, stay away from those. Right now, six and four is the best last 10 in the AL Central, and that's the Tigers. Everybody else is four and six or five and five. Those aren't teams you want to play with. Uh, the Mariners are seven and three in their last 10. The Athletics are, are three and seven in theirs. So we're going against the Athletics. <laughs> we're going against the Pirates right now. We're going to go against uh, the Rockies. They're, uh, they're six and four in their last 10. The 16 and 24 over the course of the year, we're going to go against the Rockies. Uh, Padres are slumping right now at three and seven. Dodgers are hot. We'll ride that. Um, and then over at uh, the Braves are six and four. Their last ten, they've lost each of the first two up in Toronto. I don't know if they get swept. You know, Sunday, I think I think I'll probably take Atlanta on Sunday, but you won't hear this before then. Anyway, so that's a little recap. I've got to get some sleep because I got to tell you, uh, I I've just been. Pacing around, I and mean, we've gotten a lot of stuff done this week. Uh, you know, it's, it's May, so it's clean the ice machine. We did that last night, this morning. Uh, yes, if you ever clean the ice machine, you know, you got to get all of it out once, and then you clean it, and then then you let it like up. So when I say last night, this morning, I mean after we closed, and then eight a.m. But uh, got stuff like that done. Uh, had some of the boys up here helping. We've done some painting. We're going to get a lot more cleaning. But the health inspector shows up. And we don't know when she'll show up. But she can kind of come whenever she wants. Uh, I'll tell you, she checked Egan's in 21 in May. and But then we you know, get it in 21. And so obviously she checked us in August. So last year we were like, I have no idea. She could show up in May. Like she did for them. She could show up in August. She showed up in July. All right. So July is when we got checked. I don't know, but we don't know when it'll be. It could be any time between May and August. It's not like she has to schedule an appointment. See, Keon and Scotty Mack and them, they don't open until 7 o'clock. So health inspector, they get off at 5. <laughs> and they, uh, so they have to schedule an appointment with them. And be like, hey, yeah, we'll open by 2 o'clock at the latest every day. So, they just walk in here. We just got to be ready. Um, and there's there's some little things that uh, we definitely need to get taken care of before she shows up. Because Miss Rhonda will eat me alive. Anyway. Let's, uh, you know, think good thoughts for me and unique as we uh, try and improve from this past week. It was not good. I do believe that darts 
uh, Dart League being back and the Singles League being back uh, will help. It can't hurt. Uh, <laughs> but we'll see what we can do, see what we can figure out, and um, get some people in here. Show some people some good time. A good time. So, oh, coming out. It's so disappointing. I'm sorry. Uh, April, you know, our best month we ever had, including football season. It took a toll on me. I'm not going to lie. I, I was pretty worn down at the end of April. And May gets here. Okay. And I that's why I put this all on me for this past week. I was going to basically take Monday as a personal day. I was here that morning. I did my normal back office stuff, you know, at 1.30 when Jess showed up to work happy hour, I went, all right, I'll see you later. I dipped. And I had no intentions of coming back that night. You know, I was like, yeah, they got it. I got the people on the staff. I can leave. I scheduled the right ones. Knew what I was doing. And then Steve texted me and was like, hey, man, it's $3 Wells. It's not on the screen. See, the thing is, I put them in, but there's this one little button that says inactive or active, and I didn't click that button to make it active. So I drove back up here, walked in, clicked that little button, saw the TVs were not how I like them, you know, correct. So I fixed those, fixed the music, said hi to a couple of people, and got back in my car and left. And... I took a day. I need. I personally needed it, and uh, you know what a good day. Yeah, I'm still watching the cameras. I'm still texting them, but it wasn't good. And I was like, all right, well then, dark prom. I have to be at dark prom and run dark prom, so I'm over at Red Shed from you know five thirty till you know eleven eleven thirty, and then uh, Wednesday. I'm literally sitting in the office making the schedules for the next season because sign-up ended. And sign-up ended at 7 o'clock. So at 7.05, I started making the schedules. And they, I finished after midnight. Now, I took about a 30-minute break when my friend Oliver Ezell and one of his uh, uh, guys that works with him, I can't even think of the name, co-worker, I don't know, whatever. Well, they showed up, I came out, and I talked to them a little while and uh, hung out with them for a few minutes. It's always good to see Big O. And uh, so I hang out with them, and then they left to go on down to Galette's. And uh, tonight was actually the last night Galette's is open until June. Uh, they, they were open this week, and then they closed down, and they'll be closed. So if at any point this week you were going to Galette's, come on up. <laughs> We'd love to house you for a couple of weeks. Uh, but uh, anyway, um, no, it took till after midnight to get those schedules made. And we were like, what? Yeah, come on, dude. There's generators and stuff online you can use. Yeah, it's not that hard. But here's the thing. With the team league, that is the schedule that <laughs> is not easy. Because... If you have two or more teams playing out of your bar, you're guaranteed a home game every every week, right? So you got to make sure of that for each one of them. 
But then you also have, uh, you need to make sure everybody has a, as close as possible to the same amount of home games. Now this year, there's nine games. So five and four, you know? Mm. And so you're going through, now here comes the biggest wrinkle of them all. Certain people in the league will not go to certain points. And I know that. And I've been around long enough to know who is who and who is what, whatever. I do try to accommodate. I do. Um, just because it's a gentleman's league, it's a friendly league, and I don't want to add any drama. You know, oh, well, this team has to go down there, it's the end of the season, you know, they're fighting for a playoff spot, and this player won't go. You know, and you're putting them in a situation of do they abandon their belief, whether it's right or wrong, you know, their belief and their stance, uh, or, you know, to help their team, or do they, uh, do they stand by, you know, where they're at? And you can't fault them really either way, but it's just easier to keep you out of that position. Now, there's some of them that are actually banned from other bars. They're not allowed there. Uh, then, like I just said, Galette's closed what will be the first two or three weeks of the season. So I had to make sure their schedule, you know, they're on the road each of the first two or three weeks. And then when they'll open back up, okay, get them some home games. So they're, you know, they're kind of backloaded on home games. Mm. But it is what it is. So there you go. Uh, it's not easy. It's definitely not easy, but it's done. It's posted. Then the hardest part for me is simply typing it out because I have it all saved on a spreadsheet. Okay. Then I have to go to the website and put it all in so everybody can see it. <laughs> then all the social media stuff that gets done. 1230 did not include any of the social media stuff. The post and everything about the season starting and any of that stuff you see. Yeah, that's later. That actually was done Thursday night while I was doing all the weekly flyers for the bar, uh, the weekly you know posts and everything that you see. I generally do those on Thursday night uh, during the school year. I try and get them done Wednesday night uh, during the summer and when it's slower, just because uh, I like to play in the dark tournament on Thursday night. I don't want to have to hurry to get done and, you know, be focused on other things. And I know that Thursdays in the in the spring were really good for us. So playing in the tournament didn't happen sometimes or, you know, I had to get out of it early, you know, whatever. Uh, one of the finals was me and Will, and I was like, hey, man, can we just play one game? And the winner gets it. And he's like, yeah, I'm, he goes, I don't have anything to do, but I know you do. I was like, thank you. Let's go. Mm. But... I like to get them done on Wednesday, but I also, you know, that's whatever. We have the MLB Sunday Challenge going. Uh, the sheets, free to fill them out. Uh, pick the winners on Sundays. It does not include the Sunday night baseball game. 
because we give out the weekly prize Sunday afternoon, and uh, you must be present to win that. Even if you're not, though, you can get three points for a win, uh, three balls in the bucket for winning, two for second place, and one for third place. And all-star break time, we'll have the drawing and give out some bigger prizes. Anyway, we're about 53 minutes in. This is my time. Again, happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there, but especially to my mom, Brenda, you're the best. And pretty sure if you scramble around all the letters in your name, we can find best in there. Nope, you can't. <laughs> it's, just, it's definitely, <coughs> definitely bedtime. Thank you all for listening. As always, I'll leave you with this. Thank you, James Green, for all you do. I'll leave you all with this. Shoot to score. I'm going to explain this as I do it tonight. Don't just shoot to shoot. Just because you're open and shoot. That's not shooting to score. You shoot to score. You expect it to go in when you take a shot. All right? You throw a dart, you expect it to hit what you're throwing at. Shoot to score. Play to win. Do you get that? There's a difference in going out there and playing and playing to win. Play to win. Give it your best. Play to win. And most importantly, the only one that needs no explanation. When you get married, make for damn sure that you are the ugly one. I'm Chris Coleman. Thanks for listening. Be unique.